All right, so yesterday all indices finished higher, but then this morning the CPI inflation data was released. So what happened there? Will this destroy this impressive rally? And also, how does it affect our open position? So welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And today is Tuesday, December 12th. And in this show, we're going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And whoa, what's happening in the market? Mark. I mean, this is a surprise and boom, there's a surprise. All right. Um, we probably should start with the overnight session because it's like, will. Yeah. So the S&P actually closed at its highest level since February of 2022. So that, of course, means that we're at highs for the year and actually going back a little bit longer. And there was some overnight movement, Marcus. Uh, when we look at what's going on in the markets, a little bit of volatility. There you have it there. Uh, after a very flat session in the Asian session and also the European session, finally a little bit of a move uh, after uh, report this morning. Yeah, so this morning the CPI report was being released. And at first the reaction was positive, then negative. And now it's like, um, I don't know, what is the reaction? So we're right back where... Uh, we basically were before the report. Well, I mean, we were trading higher before the report, but pretty much at the uh, at uh, the levels that we were during the overnight session. And this is where we mentioned this week, it's all about the Fed and inflation data. So that CPI report is what caused this move. And traders trying to figure out what to do with this. Yeah, so CPI inflation. Uh, let's take a look at this uh, on our economic calendar here. So uh, kind of interesting, it came out in line with expectations. Yes, at 0.3%, that is what was forecast, but last month it was 0.2, and the CPI report actually came in and took higher at 0.1%. So year over year, we're in line with expectations, but this isn't necessarily a good report for the Fed. Right, because I think even though these were the expectations, everybody was secretly hoping that it comes out better than expected. And this is why initially there was the disappointment of saying, oh, um, it's not better. Because if you think about it, last month, for example, that PPI showed actually some deflation coming in much lower than expected. And I think uh, based on this, uh, traders were hoping that we also see a positive surprise here that inflation is coming lower. So here, it, it just seems that inflation is still pretty stubborn. However, I mean, it, it looks pretty good. The, the trend looks good. And that's why this is a little bit difficult to digest because the trend looks good big picture. But Marcus, short term, it shows that that deceleration and in inflation is kind of paused here, right? And, and that's what happens when we come in line with expectations. We actually have a tick higher with CPI. It doesn't look bad when you look at the year, but it's not really helping the Fed's fight. Uh, so that's causing a little uncertainty. Right, because if we if you look at especially at, at this chart that I have up here, I mean, Traders were hoping that we continue to just move lower. Exactly. And right now we are finding some support here. And that's not what we want to see. We don't want to see a sideways move. We want to see a move lower. <clears throat> yep. Yep. And so let's see. Tomorrow is the Fed day. 
What do traders think about this in terms of probabilities? And look at this, the probabilities are shifting again. Seems that traders are now buying into higher for longer narrative that we have heard from Powell for quite a while because, uh, I mean, over the past few days, we thought that uh, traders uh, would actually hope that the Fed would lower interest rates as early as March, now back to May. And this is where the even in May, there's a little uncertainty because there's uh, the probabilities point to a cut, uh, but almost a 25% chance it's a half of a, a point and a 25% chance that they stay the same. So that seems to be the, the month in question. You're right that that's uh, shifted from March. Uh, but, you know, some some uh, analysts and uh, well, some analysts think it's coming a little bit later and I would be in that camp. Hey, we have been talking about this uh, for a long time and now um, 35 economists are backing us up and <laughs> basically yep. saying, okay, we, we think it's probably somewhere mid-year that the Fed starts cutting rate. So this would point more towards a June meeting. We were kind of in the camp of a July meeting possibly, but this is definitely more in line with what we have been saying that we are probably looking towards June or July before we see that the Fed is cutting rates. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I would pick June, I guess. All right. I want to wait what Paul has to say tomorrow and then we can put on another bet. Because I'm more <laughs> in the July camp. I, I, I think All that right. they are not that quick to lower interest rates just yet. But yeah, I mean, super impressive that the market is shaking it off. S&P right now trading at new highs for the year again. Uh, VIX trading at new are we in the new lows for the year? Yes, again. So now trading at 12. So this is the fear index. Super surprised that there's not a little bit more fear or uncertainty ahead of tomorrow's big meeting. I I would agree. And, you know, especially with some of the movement that we had. And, I mean, even crude oil, uh, you know, maybe some economic concerns there with inflation higher and uh, slower uh, activity in China. Uh, crude oil taking a hit today. Yeah, crude oil down three and a half percent now trading below 70 again. So basically whipsawing around here a little bit and uh, we'll see what tomorrow's Fed meeting brings. But I mean, we, we have also some stocks that are making new all-time highs. I mean, T-Mobile US, look at this. I mean, whoa, up, up and away if you think about this. Lululemon. I mean, also making new all-time highs here. Um, we have Marriott making new all-time highs. And then, surprisingly, CMG, Chipotle, Mexican Grill. Wow. Your favorite, Marcus, CMG, uh, off to the races. <laughs> yeah. So super interesting here. And then also to see what's happening in Bitcoin. I mean, look at yesterday. We kind of have to bring up a a five-minute chart to see what happened here in Bitcoin yesterday, because that was kind of crazy. After we touched 44,000, we pulled back then back all the way to here. I mean, that's an 8% slide in a day. Was there any news on this? I didn't see any news. I mean, it, it just... Uh, I, I think, honestly, after this massive, massive run-up, if you look at a daily chart, 
that maybe there was some profit taking or maybe that there were some news regarding the ETF that we have been talking about. Yeah. Anyhow. So that's where we said, okay, let's see how it affects our positions. However, we also have our holiday calendar. And uh, so have you a chance uh, to, to think about your favorite Christmas song from yesterday? Man, you had to put me on the spot again. All right. Michael Bublé, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. There you go. Boom. All right. No Mariah Carey? (laughs) No Mariah Carey. (laughs) So today uh, we have uh, the favorite family tradition. And uh, I mean, I'm just amazed. I love reading through this also yesterday with all of the the Christmas uh, songs, but here we have uh, friends over for Christmas Eve with some Swedish glog, and uh, then family, four generations so far presents magically appeared on the Christmas tree. Uh, that's just great. I mean, it's it's great everybody sharing here. So if you would like to be part of this, uh, please do. Um, I think we have a link down below there. Otherwise, it's rockwelltrading.com/holiday. Go there, sign up. It's absolutely free. It's fun, and uh, I mean. I had a great time yesterday uh, listening, actually, to everybody's favorite holiday songs because everybody posted a YouTube video or a lot of video. Them. Yeah, it's been so much fun just to hear the different traditions and uh, recipes from really around the, the globe. It's, uh, you know, fun to have a global community that feels so close. Yeah. All right. Be part of this. Join us there. Okay. Looking at our position, so CSIQ today taking a hit almost down uh, down almost 4% after uh, traders now start to believe again that interest rates are here to stay. So since the probability has shifted and again, very mixed feelings on the one hand, I love the idea of being able to fly a rescue mission here. Possibly, I mean, this, this looks starting to look good at 20. Right. So let's see what happens tomorrow at the Fed meeting. I don't want to jump the gun today because I'm pretty sure that Powell will have some very hawkish words for us tomorrow. Yeah, I I mean, it's a a bit of a a toss up, but I agree uh, that it it does look like maybe we want to pull back just a little bit more. And then there is some nice premium there at the 20 level. There really wasn't today. 21 looked good, but I'd rather be at 20. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if, if I can get. 25 cents or 20 cents at the 20 level, I'll, I would be very happy with that. That's what I'm kind of looking for. All right, NEE also after uh, pulling higher today, uh, the, the rally has stalled a little bit, down 1.75%, so nothing to do here. As we said, we need to break above 62. Uh, but uh, I, I think overall, we're still looking good here again. We're drawing our yep. Our trend lines with crayon and not with pencil, so still intact here from what I see from my perspective. But we also do have some support here, probably uh, some resistance at around 60, so we definitely need to break through this. That's where we need to go, and uh, let's keep that trend line intact. Yeah. All right, Oxy right now, together with crude oil, crude oil down 3.5%, Oxy down. <coughs> Excuse me. But this works in my favor because yesterday I sold the 58 calls against my existing position and I've been able to buy them back today for 80% of max profits. Quick one day trade. Loving this. If we see a pullback or if we see a bounce here, I will sell it again and therefore a little bit double dipping. Loving that. 
Yeah, like in uh, that decision and move there, Marcus. I know you did it just before the, the video here. Yeah. All right. Um, now, you are in XOM. I can't Correct. remember. Did you, did you sell calls yesterday? Yes, I got 90 cents on uh, those calls. And right now, they're at 61% annualized. So not quite 80%, which is my plan for one day exit. Yeah. Uh, keeping an eye on this up. But hey. Good, and then we have PNC. PNC uh, going up today, 0.2%. Uh, you're out of this one, so you got called away. Uh, I sold the 143. So I'm gonna see if I have a, a, another week of fun with it. Uh, let's see if we stay below and I can sell the 143s again next week. Uh, my, my cost base is here at 141.50. So that's looking good. The break even at 135.88. Um, I'll see, I'll probably, Ride this for another week if I can, and then get called away because uh, I don't want to hold this necessarily over Christmas. I'm fine with letting it go at this price. I like that. Yeah. All right, and then we have UPS. UPS, our little buddy, come on. I mean, we did find some support at 157.50. In hindsight, should have sold the calls. My plan is to sell calls at 160, 162.50. Uh, hopefully participating for you it would be at 162.50 right i was assigned 165 my cost basis oh. is lower uh around 160 or sorry my break even is lower around 162 yeah. uh so somewhere between 162 165 my target's 165 though yeah all right so this would be good i mean today we we had uh, just a, a bunch of oil stocks popping up on the wheel scanner so if you are not yet in Oxy, there's a possibility for you to uh, basically, uh, let me just zoom out here, sell the 55 put. So that's definitely a good possibility. Uh, same with XOM. I mean, XOM still a good trade here, don't you think? I like it. I, I really like these two. Sure, they're taking a little bit of a hit with crude oil being down, uh, but we also know that you can have some volatility there and it wouldn't be a lot to, to see a quick pop higher too. Yeah. As you, another company that we have been trading, we've been trading it at a strike price of 28. Right now, the 29 is available, but that's also another possibility. Not bad at all. Yeah, definitely some nice oil and gas plays today. Another one that, that I liked that I was on the fence uh, about was Deer, D-E. Yeah. So did you pull the trigger or no. are you still looking at it? Okay. See, the, the 350 popped up as a, a possibility early on, and then I was watching that, and it quickly changed to 35250. Uh, I'm, I'm on the fence with this one. Yeah. But you're looking for hey, the 350 possibly. Yeah, I, I like the three. Just, I mean, it's a higher price stock, which isn't, isn't a concern. There's really nice support going back to 2021. Uh, but with how we're kind of edging lower on short-term support. Longer-term support might be around 345, 350. So that's why I like 350 a little bit better than 350, 250. I hear you. But hey, um, definitely good possibilities today. Uh, if you are interested in energy stocks and you're not yet in energy stocks. And dear, another possibility, absolutely. Um, what else? Uh, we got to go back and uh, see what's happening in the markets overall. So still moving higher, although, I mean, I said, I'm super surprised that we don't have 
more concerns going into the Fed meeting tomorrow. But I guess we all know what Powell will say, right? Powell will say, well, inflation, it's it's going better, but uh, it's not where we want it to be. We are committed to the 2%. And uh, what else will he say? So interest rates are here to say, and they will be data driven. So I kind of get it that there are no surprises, but usually market participants are factoring in some sort of surprise. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think that this is crazy. Uh, for the VIX to be down 4%, trading at 12, which is those that we haven't seen since 2019. Yeah. The head of a Fed statement, I think that's nuts. I mean, sure, we're, we're going into, you know, holiday period, but still, the VIX is tracking S&P 500 futures going up 30 days. Uh, that's well, just stupid. Especially <laughs> since uh, tomorrow we also get an updated dot plot. Right. And the, the dot plot basically means that the Fed will tell us what they think they're going to do. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised that the VIX is so low. Yeah. Anyhow, so tomorrow, big, big, big day. And uh, I hope that you can join us. If you enjoyed today's video, uh, feel free to share it. There's a share button right underneath it. And always click like. We appreciate all of your likes. If this is your first time here, consider subscribing because this way you get a notification whenever we go live, which will be again tomorrow morning. And until then, have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.